How's it going, everybody? This is Miles. You're listening to Real Talk with Miles Johnson. And in today's episode, you've seen the title. I'm pissed right now. NBA players boycotting games without a plan is counterproductive. Now, I get it. I get it. You know, y'all want to boycott, you know, but y'all want to boycott. It's a, it's y'all coming from a good place. Y'all want to boycott these games to bring attention to police just killing, just killing brothers or just, just shooting us for no reason. And if it is a reason, uh, even, even if, even if somebody is resisting the police is never an excuse, never is never an excuse. Or the first thing that that should come to a cop's mind when somebody is resisting is I'm going to kill him. You know, I'm going to shoot him in front of his three kids. I'm going to just traumatize his, his three kids for the rest of their lives. I'm going to paralyze him from the back down, from the waist down. That should not be the first thing that comes to their mind when somebody resists. And nobody, nobody can tell me different. I see people in the comments on the ESPN Sports Center. These white people trying to say, even even with some black people trying to say, well, if you didn't resist, he wouldn't have that wouldn't have happened. It doesn't matter. If you're not, if it should not, it should not be engraved in our heads that if we resist from the police, that we should die, that we should get shot seven times in our back. It was intent for that guy, for that, for that police officer, he and he was and she was trying to kill him. Luckily, God saved his life. You know, when he's alive and he's uh, I think he's in stable condition now. He's probably still trying to fight for his life or, you know, his his he's never going to be the same after that. Mentally, you know, spiritually, physically. It's 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 terrible. And obviously, if that wasn't caught on video, like I said last episode, is uh it wouldn't have had, you know, this outcry, right? It's cuz it cuz it only has this outcry when it's a video. Right? That's why that's why that's why I think we had Breonna Taylor and that's why that hasn't. That's why those. That's why those cops are just roaming free right now as we speak, because it was caught on video. But as I get to, you know, I saw something on my phone. It said that the Bucks and the Raptors are thinking about boycotting the. Are thinking about? Oh my fault! It was actually the Raptors and the Celtics were thinking about boycotting, um, their uh, second round series, right? Because they're supposed to meet each other. They just swept both of their first round opponents, and then I saw on my phone that the Bucks. I, I know y'all heard George Hill the other day. He was like, we shouldn't even be in this, John. Like, we shouldn't even be here to begin with. But I guess we're here and we, and we got to play. Right? So, the Bucks they just boycotted game five against the Magic. But my thing is, what are y'all trying to accomplish? Literally everybody, people trying to say, I'm trying to bring, att- they're trying to bring attention, attention to this topic. They're trying to bring attention, bring awareness to this stuff. Everybody knows. That's the sad part. Everybody knows that this is happening. I was in Can- yo, I was in Cancun. I'm on the beach. I'm chilling. I'm having a good time. I'm riding the waves. And this brother from he's from Poland. I forget his name, but he's from Poland. We're talking about basketball. We're talking about soccer. We're having a good time. Now he's talking to me. He's telling me about all the protests that he's seen on TV. Now you know when you know you know when we see the when, when we see the news. And we see stuff, you know, protests in the Middle East, you know, with Syria or whatever, or with just civil conflict. That's how they was looking at us. The way that we that the way that we were looking at like the middle like those Middle Eastern countries was the way everybody in the world was looking at us, you know, in in late May and early June 
when they were tear gassing us, when they had the whole military, the whole National Guard in cities, having curfews and all that stuff, when we had protests every day, and we're continuing to have protests every day. But they're looking at us, you know, how we will look at these smaller countries, you know, that that also are going through civil issues. So I'm saying all this to say everybody knows that this is happening. What more attention do we need? The whole world has their eyes on this right now. The whole world has their eyes on this. Like, we have companies that are saying Black Lives Matter. They, they, they don't even believe it. But they know that if they don't even say, they, they know that if they don't say Black Lives Matter, that, you know, their stock, that their company is going to go down. Because this is because this is because this is a real big deal. And everybody has to, everybody has to, you know, even if you don't believe it, <laughs> um, which a lot of people don't believe, you got to at least try and act like you do. And that's what a lot of these companies are doing. People keep saying I had an argument. I was arguing with my friends the other day. Pete, we already, this it's it's already known that this is happening. And what's crazy, right, is that they're still doing this stuff even when it's knowledge, even though it's common knowledge that this stuff is happening. We've seen countless, we've seen countless videos this year of brothers being killed on camera. Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd. We've seen people literally in broad daylight. It's like a modern day lynching. People have been, our brothers have been killed. Sisters Breonna Taylor has been killed. This is not nothing new. So when y'all talking about bringing attention to it, what more attention does it have to bring? Everybody knows that everybody knows that, that this is happening. It's just they choose not to really deal with it, not to really, you know, have change. And the thing is, we have to stop as a black people, as our community, we have to stop acting on just emotion. Stop acting on just emotion. We need to start being strategic. Well, I would challenge these players, instead of just boycotting these games, just to say, you know what, I'm going to just boycott a game. I'm not going to demand anything. I'm going to just demand we have attention, you know. Let's just bring attention to what is happening right now. Like everybody in the freaking world isn't paying attention to what is happening right, right now, right? Like, yeah, I'll get I'll get what more attention this needs. From now on, we need to start moving strategically and being like, you know what? We want to demand X. We we want to demand X, Y, and Z. We need to start demanding stuff. And then if these corporations, if they don't. If they don't honor, you know, our demands, oh yeah, the heck yeah, we should boycott. Heck yeah, we should boycott. Like the Bucks should be like, okay, I want y'all, I want y'all to put money, put more money, um, put put money in the hood for, you know, for you can the NBA should put money, you know, in the hood for for players that. I'm not, I said for, for players, but for, you know, in, just put money into communities, you know, that are impoverished, that, you know, that need, that need to, that, you know, that, that are poor, that are, that are poor and they need money. How about, how about the, I, I don't know, I don't know the exact plan of action that they should take, but starting off with just putting money back in the hood, right? Or just having programs in place where you can have these kids off the street. We've seen this in Chicago, in New York, in Philly. Like, even where I stay. Or even in my city. Like, the reason why there's so many killings is because 
Number one, kids are back at home. There's no school. Um, there's not much really to do. So people go. So people go 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 to go 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 to the go to the streets. Y'all need to start uh, putting money, you know, into these communities so we can have programs in place to keep these kids off the streets. It doesn't even have to be sports programs. It can be with, you know, with, with arts, you know, with music, with with anything. But programs in place to help these children, to help these children have a build a build a community center. Have I, it doesn't I don't know the exact plan of action that they need, but 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 they need to demand something instead of just saying, the general, oh we're bringing we're pretending to bring attention to this issue. Well, no, duh. Everybody knows what's happening right now. But what are you doing? Where? How are you using your power, NBA players? How are you? How are how are you using your power, your status, to say, you know what? I we demand this. We, we demand this. We demand this. And if you're not going to um, honor honor what we demand, then heck yeah, we're gonna boycott, and we'll and we won't even go to next season. I'm not against boycotting in general, but. But you have to boycott in demanding for something, right? In the '60s, when they were boycott, when they boycotted the bus, they wanted it to be equal. They're saying, "Okay, so if y'all don't want, if if y'all making Rosa Parks, if y'all making us, you know, stand in the front, or my fault, stand in the back, or sit in the back of the bus, then we then then we're gonna then we're gonna then we're gonna boycott the bus." They tried. They 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 told them they was like, "All right, so." All right, so you know we wanna we want it to be equal. We don't wanna have to sit in the back of the bus for a white lady, for a white per, for, for a white man. The people there, the people on the the, the people that, that run the bus is like, no, we're not trying to do that. So they was so the people like, all right, bet we're gonna boycott. That's how it works. They weren't so people, 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 people in the 60s, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all them, they aren't boycotting protesting to bring attention. That's not what they're trying to do. They're actually trying to. They actually have plans in place that they are trying to achieve. But they have plans in place that they are trying to achieve, and once those goals are not hit, that's when they start. That's when they start boycotting. The NBA makes millions of dollars. Probably, you know, it's a. It's probably a billion dollar company, billion dollar organization. What good is it to boycott the NBA as they lose money when they can be the ones that can actually help us? They can be the ones that actually that can actually help us. At the end of the day, racism is only racism will always be here until white people help us out. And white people don't don't help us out, that no change will happen. I promise you, no change, no no change will happen. Change only happened in the '60s because white people was like, "Hold up, this is messed up. This is messed up." They 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 attacking them with dogs. They just the police are beating them all down. You know, they would even do that to some white people. And that's even happened to this in this in this in this modern day. White protesters are with us. And you know, they're getting beat too. Just like we would be, just like we would, just like we would, would get beat. And I feel like that's 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 why it's shifting because more because more white people are realizing, you know, black people have really have like black people have been oppressed for four hundred years and they're fi- and they're finally realizing this. So just to say, you know, I'm a boycott. Just to I'm a boycott just to bring attention to something isn't 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 doing anything. It's not doing anything. How about we boycott so we can demand boycott 
boycott if your demands are not met. If they are not trying to meet your demands, boycott, boycott, boycott forever. But people, but people, pe- people, people work for the NBA, right? You're putting, you're putting people out of, out of, out of, out of, out of their jobs. What if essential workers, you know, I, I, I worked at a grocery store. What if I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stop working. I'm, I'm not going to go to work, right? If people like that just said, I'm not going to go to work, we would all starve to death and be dead. So I would, so NBA players, I see y'all coming. I see y'all, y'all, I see y'all are, uh, you know, boycott. I guess it's coming from like a good place. But be but be more strategic. Really use your power to promote change instead of just doing the well, I want to bring attention to this. It's just some BS and I'm tired of it. I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna let this, I'm not gonna let this slide because it's some BS. So let me get into this Nate, Nate into this Nate McMillan stuff. Now, if you don't know, Nate McMillan just got fired today, right? He was a he was the coach for the Pacers for four years. Every year he's every year he's with the Pacers that they went to the playoffs. Every single year. His first year, they ran to the 2016-2017 Cavs with Kyrie, Kev, I said with Kyrie first, with LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love. Now, they got swept. But the thing is, it wasn't even like they got blown off the court. The average, the the average point differential from the all from all four games was 16 points. Let me tell you, they lost by one point in game one, six points in game two, three points in game three, and four points in game four. They were all close games. You know, maybe if maybe if playoff P, you know, Paul George was a closer and he could actually close, he could actually close a game. Maybe they could win. Maybe they maybe maybe they would have won one one or two of those games. But I, but there's no shame in getting swept by the by by the Cavs with Bron and Kyrie, right? That next season, that next season, uh, they get swept. My fault. This that next season, they take the Cavs right into 2017, 2018. They get they they take the Cavs to seven games. This is the same Cavs that swept the Raptors, the number one seed, but the Pacers took them to seven games. Uh, like like he's like yes, he's losing in the first round, but he's going up against the best player to ever play the game. If you want to say LeBron isn't the greatest player, he's at least top five. You can't say he's not top five. So he's lost to a top five player two out of those four years. There's no shame in that. And one of those years, he took them to a game seven. And, and when he got swept, it wasn't like they, it wasn't like they were getting blown off the court. The Cavs were the, they had the Cavs working for them for each game. It wasn't no it wasn't no easy game, you know, like the like how the the Lakers are blowing the. Blazers off the court now, or you know how the how the Cavs would just be blowing out teams, you know, in the East. They had to really work for that work work for those games. Now in his third season, they got swept by this by by, by the Celtics, and but the thing is, Oladipo was injured. Oladipo played eleven games that season. Cry right, Oladipo played eleven games that season. They still made the playoffs, uh, but they didn't have a go to scorer in the playoffs, right? So because Oladipo was injured, he had a he suffered a he suffered a really bad knee injury uh in the middle of the season. So they didn't have a go-to guy to go to. Uh, a go-to guy to go to. They didn't have they didn't have they didn't have like you know, they don't oh give me the ball, I'm gonna get a bucket. They didn't have that type of guy. So that's why they got swept. I feel like you know, you if 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 your best player gets injured for the whole season, 
I mean, at least they made, at least they still was in the playoffs. I still like, and then this season, uh, Sabonis, who was a who was a all who was an all star this season, and Oladipo, who's coming off that same knee injury that took him a year to heal. Right, so Sabonis is out, Jeremy Lamb is out, and Oladipo is obviously not himself. And then they get swept by the Celtics. Oh, they get swept by the by the Heat. Like, and TJ Warren got freaking got freaking worked by Jimmy Butler. Like, he was torturing him. Like, I told TJ, I don't know. Like, I don't know what number T what what number Jimmy Butler has on TJ Warren, but. But he, but like he's rent free in his head. Like I don't know what I don't know what Jim Butler has under, uh, under what's his face. Uh, I can't even remember his name right now. Y'all, I I'm 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 just I am I'm having a brain for it right now. But like you know what I mean? Like he like Sabonis is out. Old Depot is not at a hundred percent. I feel like I should give him a pass this season too. So with all that all being said, at least they made the playoffs four years. Like Billy Donovan can't get out the first round, but y'all wanna, but y'all wanna, but but his but his job is secure. And there's so many coach, so many white coaches that have been mediocre or had been you know below average for many years. Brett Brown, but below average for many years, hasn't really maximized his squad, and he's still and 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 he was still a coach. Now he finally got now now he finally got. Got fired, but that was that. That should have been had. That should have happened last. That should have happened two years ago. Honestly, it's crazy how there's not even that many black coaches in the league with primarily black players. And once so, and then once a black coach does something that they don't like, oh, he's out. Right with Ty Lu, they don't they don't like what he was doing. He was out. They'll 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 fire you quick. These these white GMs don't play. And these these white GMs don't play. If you if but but they'll. But they'll but they'll be patient with the white coach. Best believe that. They'll they'll be patient, you know. Have a white coach there for you know two more years than he's than he than he should have been. They'll do that. But that's just how it is. And we need more black executives, you know, that can really be calling the shots, like Masai Ujiri, a great one of the best GMs in the sport. Right. So this is the last topic. It's gonna be a little bit short. But do y'all think Marcus Morris? Y'all think Marcus Morris uh, intentionally tried to injure Luca? I think he did. Like, it's not even a question with me. Like, how? So, if y'all saw the video, um, it's like an inbound. It's like they're 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 inbounding the ball, and Marcus Morris ends up stepping on Luca's shoe, the same foot that he had that he got that he got injured on. And Lucas shoe ends up like falling off or whatever. And then Marcus Morris tries to play it off and grab Lucas shoe and try to give it back to him. You're not slick. Everybody saw that. There's cameras everywhere. Everybody saw your dirty player and you did that to try and take him out. Right. And watch. I mean, I still have the Clippers winning this series just because they had so many breaks. But best believe if Kristoffs and Luca was 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 at full health or if they were just at full health, and they, if if Kristaps didn't get ejected, the the Mavs would have won this this series in six games, because, because I mean, come on now, come on now. Uh, I appreciate y'all for listening to this episode. Let me know if you agree 
with what I've said, do you think that the NBA players are doing a good job or they're, you know, they're it's it's effective to boycott these games? Uh do you feel like do you feel like they, they do you feel like Nate McMillan should have been fired? And you know, if he didn't deserve to be ter- if he didn't deserve to be fired, where would you like to see him next? I feel like if the Sixers don't hire Ty Lu, Nate McMillan isn't a, isn't a good coach to is a good coach to uh, to go to. He's a good he's a good go to. Uh, he's a former player. He I feel like he's maximized his talent. Honestly, he's always got his team to the playoffs. He's not like the best coach in the world, but he's a he's a solid good coach. And do y'all think Marcus Morris? Uh, y'all think Marcus Morris uh, intentionally tried to injure Lucas' ankle? Let me know. And with that being said, I'm out.